So, ladies, if you're listening, how, how do you feel about that? Like, do you think um, that you could do a better job with that apology or even an admission that you uh, were wrong and that somebody else kind of commented on that and said put that on your bucket list? And that's the reason why I brought that up because I thought that that was pretty um, interesting. Here, here's another thought that came from um, that particular question. It said for her to stop counting my money. And so uh, I'm going to leave that one right there. Um, and, again, you can, if you're a part of the page, you can go on and leave questions or comments there. I thought that uh, these were pretty interesting. Somebody else said honesty. Somebody else says the truth. Somebody else uh, talked about true compassion from the heart. Um, somebody else talked about consistency. Somebody else uh, talked about straight answers to simple questions, which was the one uh, that just kind of caught my attention uh, because I was like, wow, um, I think there, you know, there's, there's a lot of different mediums and a lot of different places where women are always uh, talking about men, and, you know, their magazines, their articles, there's posts on social media and, and magazines and all over the place that, that talks about the things that excuse me, women need from men. But but here's a here's a here's a flip on that to say, you know, here are some things that I need from you. Whether it's apology or an admission, um, whether it's for you to stop counting my money, uh, for you to just be honest and to tell the truth and to to have real compassion or consistency, or just basically give me a straight answer uh, to a simple question. So I just kind of wanted to start off there, and and, and hopefully that will. Uh, kind of kick us off into uh, the show tonight. But again, for those ladies who are listening, that is what the fellas said. They, they're, they're asking for these things from you. Um, so I just thought that was interesting that you should take heed. So, um, so I wanted to get into tonight's show. And, and, and again, tonight we're talking about desire and design and really kind of getting the relationship that you want. And this particular show idea, this um, tonight's show kind of came to me. Um, there is a, a new show um, that that's featuring um, Nephew Tommy, and it's right now based in Atlanta, right? And the show really kind of speaks to our demographic, and that's why I really wanted to talk about this tonight. And the and the actual show is called Real Love. I think it's on the OWN Network, so I'll give a shameless plug there. It's on the OWN Network. Um, and so I really wanted you to check it out, and I, and I kind of had a sneak peek um, into uh, – I actually saw uh, Nephew Tommy and um, – I forgot the guy's name, uh, on The Breakfast Club, and basically they kind of described the show. And here was one of the things that they talked about, um, basically saying that there are certain cities in the country that have dating problems. And so that in and of itself and, and, and what we do here on a different identity, that, that kind of my interest. And the guy's name is Will Packer. Uh, I don't know why that escaped me just in that moment, but it did. Um, and so they talked about these cities having dating problems, and so they talked about bringing together all sorts of people from all different walks of life and really trying to see if they can make a connection, right? And so when I started to think about uh, desire and design, and I'll give you the overview and then I'll kind of go into some of the details um, about it. Um, when, I, when, I, when I started to look at desire and design, it just made me think about, and especially when you start talking about getting the relationship that you want, um, I believe um, that it's really important to really establish the things that you're going to be looking at. And again, um, as men are very visual creatures, women are also very visual creatures um, as well, and, and, but I think men are more visual. Right, and so when I started to think about this whole 
uh, desire versus design, I was like, okay, well, what are the things that I think um, would basically, that I believe that would influence people in relationships, right? And so uh, one of the, the, I thought about five different things, right? I thought about people's energy, and, you know, that that seems to be, um, I'm not saying seems to be a popular buzzword, but the energy, like what type of person are they? Are they are they useful? Are they what what do you get from them, right? And so the next thing that I thought about was that I think that is important is passion, um, and 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 that saying, um, what type of feelings and or emotions, what drives this person, um, kind of looking at after you've measured their energy. What type of feelings and or emotions do they display, right? So that was number two. The third thing I was looking at or that I believe is very important is logic, and especially when you are um, over the age of 30 or 35 um, in the demographic that we serve, how does this person operate? Right, and so we spent some time uh, last week kind of talking about um, physical attraction versus the emotional. But but here's the here's that thing that comes in right here is how do they operate? And and I know you know the the, the physical attributes. I know um, you know good chemistry. You understand about all of those things, but how do they operate? Right, and so the next thing uh, that I looked at was uh, the romantic side of a person. How do they? And when we talked about passion, we talked about um, the the feelings or the emotions that they display. But now, how do they express? Right, you can you can tell from a person if they're passionate about something, but now turning the tables to you as the individual or as the person that they're dating, how do they express those feelings or emotions toward you or towards others? And a lot of times, I I believe that uh, you can find out a lot about a person. Um, from the romantic perspective or how they express or how they display emotions, right? And so the next thing I thought about that I that I believe would be important is a person's adventure. And so when when you talk about adventure, you can look at it so many, so many, so many, so many different ways, um, from the the you know, what do they like to do? Do they like to cook? Do they like to travel? Do they like to hike? Do they like to bike? Uh, all of those different things. Here's another part that I feel like could be relevant um, in a relationship when we start talking about the word adventure, right? What type of experiences have they had? And so even in um, thinking about what type of adventures they've had or not type of adventures, but what type of experiences they've had, it's going to help you shape something about them, right? And so desire is um, a, 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 a criteria that they need or, you know, whether or not you have um, – sat down, and Pamela, I've talked about this before, about having your list, right? And so you have this list, and some people encourage you to make lists. Some people don't encourage you to make lists. Um, but I'm the type of person, yeah, I think that not necessarily that the person or you should have a list of all of the things that you want from a person, which I believe is important, Um what boxes do they check for you? Again, we're talking about desire and desire. We're talking about getting uh, the relationship that you want. So what criteria do they meet? And and I, I'm going to go into it a little bit in the second segment, um, but I really kind of want to set this up. I really kind of want to get you uh, thinking about some things that even in relationships, right, we're looking at energy, what they give off, right? We're looking at the passion of how they 
deal with their feelings and their emotions? Are they angry? Are they always saying something negative? Or are they sweet? Are they kind? Like all of those different things, logic, how, how do they operate? How do they do the things that they do? Are they always waiting for you to call or do they call? Are you the one that always has to initiate the text or do they initiate the text? Right, And then you're looking at the romantic side of them of how do they now take their feelings and emotions and all of those great things and how do they show those things to you, right? And then based on all of that, understanding that the person has had uh, a certain set of experiences, a certain set of uh, adventures. And so when we start talking about getting the relationships that you want, I, I hope that some of this information will uh, indeed be uh, useful to you, um, as you as you journey. And so when I was talking about um, in, in the initial part of uh, this show, Real Love, um, I kind of watched the introduction and kind of watched as they brought these people together. And I I wanted to preface by talking about uh, those things first, but I watched how, uh, again, they they brought people together. And so here's here's one of the things um, that I saw um, as we talk about qualities, right? And so there were people with different – body types, different physical appearances, different types of conversations. There were different people that had different careers or career ambitions, uh, life goals, uh, different uh, from a spiritual or spirituality uh, standpoint. Uh, um, there were people who were possibly fun, and I only saw one episode, so just trying to bring out some of the highlights of that. There were people who were fun. There were people who were possibly easier to talk to and possibly easier to get along with. And again, as we start talking about getting the relationship that you want, what things are you looking at? What things are you examining? What things are you paying attention to? So here are some things um, for for men and for women um, that are, you know, what I consider appealing qualities. And I'll go over them just really quickly again, you know, bodies or body types. Um, there were women who reacted to the guy who had uh, his shirt off or, you know, displaying muscles or looked like he was well built. Um, there were people who were very good conversationalists. There were uh, people uh, on the show who were not afraid to come up and start a conversation, whether it's male or female, people with different, I say, careers and career ambitions. Right, people with different life goals, people uh, with different uh, spirituality. Um, you know, whether or not they enjoyed sports or whatever, were they easy to talk to, easy to 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 get along with? So these are some things that, for those who are dating, um, for those who are looking to date beyond the design. Right, and so with with the topic tonight of design and desire, like what things are you looking at? What things are important? What things are you paying attention to? And again, we let off with with five, but I really wanted to kind of go through these as well. And so, ideally, in any um, type of uh, relationship, whether or not you're getting to know that person, uh, whether or not you've been with them for a little while and y'all have, um, you know, kind of really established yourself, ideally you're looking for uh, someone that you either spend time with or want to spend more time with. That's that's the goal as as we walk through. And so, you know, there's different stages, like there's a, a dating stage and then a courting stage. And, and so what I'm describing now is kind of like the courting stage where you have, you know, you've measured their energy. You've measured the passion and logic and romance and adventure. You have now um, 
meshed on requirements or meshed on uh, appealing qualities and attributes. And now you move to this next stage where you're saying, okay, I've begun to spend some time with you. Uh, I want to spend more time with you. I want to get to know you better. There's something about you. Um, that has now piqued my interest. There is something about you that I find uh, more desirable that I want to know more about. And not only that, but now that I want to be connected to right? And so as I'm looking at this, and, and this is another reason why I really wanted to kind of talk about this particular reality show, um, based on some other reality shows that I've seen, and, you know, maybe somebody can help me with this, um, you know, um, I'm watching Love and Hip Hop, and so you watch how People have navigated relationships or navigated friendships, um, and I just happened to catch uh, this this one particular episode of, of Love and Hip Hop um, where they were talking about a young lady who literally could not leave this person alone, knew that this person wasn't good for her, but was good to her in, in, in some way. Um, could not physically remove herself from this person. And, and, and I try to absorb that, and not only do I try to absorb that, but then my mind begins to think, and I'm very analytical, but I, my mind begins to think about how many people are in a situation like where there is a physical attribute or something about this person that just draws you uh, where you can't step away, where you can't walk away from this person, and you know that they're not uh, good for you, but in some ways they're good to you. And my question becomes tonight is, is that enough? How, how do I want to be? How do how do I want them to be? And I just I pause there just to kind of let that sink in a little bit, right? When we start watching these shows, and and again, there's so many different um, things that we can think about. Like some people. Uh, watch the show for strictly entertainment. Some people uh, watch the show because, you know, it's, it's um, but what, um, and, and, and I've kind of been alluding to this in some of the shows that I've done over the last couple of weeks, and I really want to uh, hopefully present this as a, a, as a good starting point, is what are you thinking about? We're going to get into that in, in, in the second part of the show after I come back from the commercial is, you know, are you ready? And so when, when we start talking about ready, what does ready look like? And again, just just to just to kind of let you take it in, and um, and and really kind of think about when we start talking about desire versus design. Like they check some boxes, but what other boxes are they checking for you? Do they just look good but don't treat you good? What is it? And so, you know, uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, there are people who um, say you should make a list. Some people say that you shouldn't make a list. Um, I believe that you do what's best for you. You do uh, what works for you. And I feel like this, um, if there is something that you are looking for, as, you know, we've celebrated people who do vision boards and have goals and have all of the things um, that have made them who they are, if that is a thing that's going to get you in a good place in your relationship, 
because I, I I just believe when you start talking about soulmates and soul ties and, and love at first sight and all of these different things that come into play in relationships, normal relationships, healthy relationships, what do you want it to look like? If you had to design your relationship, not exactly design a person, but if you had to design your relationship, what would you want it to look like? And then you go through the process of finding a person that, again, checks those particular boxes. Had an interesting conversation with somebody who who says, I only like who likes me. But how far do you get with that? Right? How far uh, does that go for somebody like you? All right. So again, you have questions, you have comments, you who want to participate in tonight's conversation, you can give us a call. The number here is six four six six five two two five one two. Just press the number one uh, and let my wonderful engineer know uh, that you're on the line and you want to join tonight's conversation. Design versus desire. So one of tonight's sponsors is Audible.com. They are a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. And look, you can listen to audio books whenever and wherever you want. You can also get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com. Making sure you use the backslash of M. W-H-Y-L-L-C. Again, it's www.audibletrial.com. Just make sure you use the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C. I'm going to go to a quick commercial break, folks, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to dig a little bit deeper into this uh, right after this. Hey, this is Lou Stevens with Lou Stevens Glam Squad. I started the business 26 years ago, and we've grown it to have more than 20 stylists and over 3,000 weddings now under our belt. We're an amazing team to come out and do hair and makeup for your wedding day on location here in the Richmond area or on location for destination weddings anywhere. Also, we have a training academy, Glam Squad Academy, for stylists that would like to learn how to do what we do and become one of our glammies. So if you're interested in booking us to come out and do your wedding, or you'd like to become a Glammy, please just give us a call at 804-305-3965, or go ahead and reach us online at lewstevens.com. Did you know that one in four people in America live with a mental illness? Do you have the communication skills to help out if one is in a crisis? What if it's your best friend? Maybe your son or daughter. While crisis intervention isn't new, the book Crisis Intervention 101 is. It's easy to read, includes links to two videos, and it's under $10. Get your copy of Crisis Intervention 101 today on Amazon.com because we all need help in a crisis. If you were designing the perfect dating site, what would you include? A private voice or video chat room? A private photo gallery and profile area? How about matches based on similar interests? And to keep it special, you could add profile blocking, no third-party intervention, spam protection, and even monthly drawings for great prizes. And more! That's exactly what you'll find at milesapart.dating. Visit milesapart.dating today and get a free one-year membership while they last. That's milesapart.dating.
Hey folks, welcome back to a different identity up close and personal with just me on tonight. Again, uh, we are certainly wishing Pam a speedy recovery. And again, as I say and will continue to say for those who are uh, connected to her on any of the social media platforms, make sure you reach out to her, let her know you're thinking out thinking about her. Um, she will certainly be back very, very soon. Um, and we can't wait um, for her to come back. So, you know, tonight we'll get back into it. We're talking about design versus desire. And uh, as I, as I kind of enter into the second part, you know, I'll, I'll pretty much start off with one of my coworkers who kind of came over to me um, and she started going off, not not going off, but she she's a very uh, she's very very seriously natured about certain things, especially as it relates to relationships. So, anytime that uh, she hears something, um, she generally will bring it to my attention or ask me had I heard about it and things of that nature. But one of the things that she brought up. Um, and, and I want to kind of mention in this particular segment, as we're talking about, again, a desire and design, is she was talking about how um, not only the particular landscape of relationships was so different, but she talked about how, and, and even let me kind of drop this on, um, when, when the show Real Love, uh, when they were talking about it, it Atlanta specifically having a dating problem, how um, Atlanta's women uh, are 20 to 1. So it's, it's every for every one man, there are 20 women, right, um, in, in the Atlanta uh, area, as, as they are referenced in the show. And so kind of getting back to the conversation uh, that I had with one of my coworkers, she began to talk about how it's now uh, maybe a little unfair but a little easier, right, for guys to um, not have to be so concerned anymore. Right? She she started talking about um there are certain sets of women, right? There's there's the good girls, there uh you know, there the bad girls, there are uh what they call the, 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 the new term, the boss chicks, and then they are the vixens, right? And so as she began to talk about um, these particular categories, she was talking about how um, the vixens seem to get all the play, right? Because they are a little bit more aggressive in nature. They uh, make it easy uh, for the guy to, you know, to talk. They, they'll come up and they'll talk. Um, they do things. There are certain behaviors. There are certain ways that they dress to really grab a man's attention, right? They have this image um, that they have, um, which which really is, as she says, and, and I want to make sure I preface it by saying this, as she's saying, the vixens make it easier for men to work. Right, and so as a good girl, or as somebody who uh, has a desire, um, or has really a design for how they want their relationship to be, it's now the vixen that makes it harder for them. Let me pause right here, um, just really, really quickly. If you have a question or comment uh, about this, six four six six five two two five one two, you can just, uh, if you're already on the line, just press the number one. Let my engineer know that you're on the line. But so in in terms of the vixen, she talked about the vixen as being, again, somebody who dresses a certain way, somebody who talks a certain way. Um, but what all of the things that they do are very much inviting to the man. And so even when I was watching this show, uh, Real Love, I began to look at the women who were uh, – a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more inviting, a little bit more outspoken, uh, um, and they were the ones who were capturing men's attention. But she feels like, um, yeah, they could be this particular way or they could look this certain way 
or they could dress this certain way. But again, um, have we now measured the damage? Do do we know, uh, you know, where they come from, or um, all of the things that we look at in reference to that? And I don't really want to get in that deep, um, but now it it seems like um, that the good women are now put on the back burner. They are the, the second choice or the last choices, and these are the, the women that are like boss chicks or the, the good girls, so to speak. These are women who have things going on and, and all of these different things, but yet it's the, the quote-unquote vixen that really gets the play, that really gets the attention, and she can now pull him away. Because, again, she's outspoken. Again, she's very much inviting. It's not um, so hard to have to get his attention. It's not so hard for him to try and make conversation because you help with that effort. And again, I'll, I'll pause right here just to say, does anybody have any questions? Um, does anybody agree with the statement that I made? You disagree with the statement that I made? Um, 646-652-2512. Give me a call. Let me, let me hear uh, what you have to say about that. And so, you know, while I wait, if, if no one comes on, she, she talked about um, the the – with these vixens, with these people who do these certain things, now the guy does not have to make a commitment as easily. Um, he has uh, less responsibility to to date and or to court you and or uh, to be at his best because you've now made it easy. Because you know you're so outspoken, because you are um, um, all of these things, and so one of the last things that she concluded and said is it now makes the good girl, the good woman, um, or even the boss chick non-marriage material. Because now we have to sit in the wings and wait. That was. Uh, a very interesting observation. Um, and, I, and I'm interested to find out what you think, sir. I'm, I'm interested in finding out what you think. And so even even in that, um, again, uh, I'm going to be referencing some personal things, but I'm also going to be referencing some things that I saw um, from the show um, during the conversation tonight. So just bear with me. Um, but, again, they had the opportunity to now um, mingle and meet amongst each other, and I think the premise of the show was they started off with a certain amount of women and a certain amount of men, and there were things that they had to do or to get to know, and and now the women have the opportunity to say what men they wanted to keep around and what men they wanted to get rid of and vice versa for the men. But here was the thing. I think that it was definitely more women than men. Um, and so even in trying to look at the dynamics of all of the people that were in the room, there was uh, a guy who was a pastor. There was people who were involved in real estate. There were people who were entrepreneurs, all different types of backgrounds, um, all different types of personalities. And so kind of going back to, um, again, just kind of a couple of things that we mentioned in the beginning, like what things are you looking for? What kind of people um, do you flow with? As we start talking about getting the relationship that you want, is there a type of person that you will flow better with, whether it's a person in corporate America, whether it's a person that is a blue-collar worker, whether um, it is a person that is an entrepreneur, whether it is a person um, that – you know, again, not just the physical part or the physical nature of them, but the desire. So, again, when we start talking about attributes and things that are appealing, what else is appealing besides him having big feet, besides him having muscles, besides him uh, just looking the part? 
what other things stand out to you or you want to see in the person that you want to be with or that you desire to be with, right? And, again, as I, as I talked about in the first segment, looking for someone not that you want to just spend time with, but looking at the person that you want to spend more time with. And as I begin to uh, just kind of go over some different things, and I was looking at um, some, some articles that started talking about how media and social media uh, is so multifaceted and it serves, uh, as they called it, different functions for different kinds of people. Right, And so, you know, again, as we start talking about social media, we start talking about the Love and Hip Hops or the Real Housewives or uh, some of the other shows that are out there. How do they influence your dating, your dating preferences? Does he have to look a certain way? And, and again, as we talk about people who are appealing, you like what you like, but what else is it? Right? What um, does does popular culture influence your as as what we would call your relationship behaviors? Right? And so, what are those behaviors? Those behaviors are the things that we think about, the things that we say, or the things that we believe. And you know, I mean, you can you can, and I have this discussion a lot, like. Um, how do we measure things? And so if you talk to two of your girlfriends who say that they got cheated on, now you think that all men cheat. Well, people said, and so you talk to two people or you talk to three people who now have the opinion that they had a, they went through a rough patch or a rough spell in their relationship and, and their uh, significant other or not significant other, whatever you want to call it, has now stepped out. Now we have the tendency to say this is what's going on. All men cheat. All men are dogs. All men are unfaithful. All men are no good. And and the same thing that could go for women, right? And so one of the next questions that I would have is when we start talking about landscape and desire and design of getting the relationship that you want, what would be winnable? Like what would stand out um, from a person that you could say this is, this is how I win. I'm going to win with a person who is an entrepreneur. I'm going to win with a person who is very, very energetic. I'm going to win um, with a person who operates very, very logically. I'm going to win uh, with a person who um, has, you know, has, has had some bad experiences or some different adventures in their life, and now we connect on that level. And so it's not just, okay, who am I going to meet? What are they going to say? What are they going to do for me? And that determines the relationship. But to really get down to the nuts and bolts of it is what type of person um, am I inviting to my life, I'm inviting into my space that I'm going to win with. Right, and so um, kind of getting back to the show, I listened to some of the things that um, these people were, were talking about in the conversations that they were having um, with each other. Right, and so um, w- one of the things um, they, they were talking about some of the women being aggressive. Right, they were talking about. Um, how as a man or how do I, as a woman, am I able to capture somebody's attention beyond the physical nature? There was one lady uh, who was on the show who who basically talked about how uh, she struggled with looking a certain way because she looked like she didn't have any issues with relationships because of her, of how she was built and how she looked. And so even with having um, very good genes and strong genes and, and so now people just automatically look at you and discount you or become intimidated because... You look a certain way. You're shaped a certain way. You carry yourself a certain way. Does that automatically discount person that just wants to be loved? 
Is it too much? Is it high maintenance? I remember uh, one of the guys making a comment because uh, this lady said something about herself, and the guy says, so you're trying to tell me you're high maintenance. Okay, so uh, I, I just kind of wanted to touch on that point a little bit. Uh, I need to definitely go take another commercial break, but I really want to make another appeal uh, to see if anybody has any questions or comments that uh, they would like to, or even experiences that you want to talk about or talk through. Um, this is what this medium is for, so, you know, please do not be afraid to hit the number one. Um, you know, if you just want to, again, share a question or comment or even experience as it relates to your choices. And again, we, we um, this, this medium or this platform was created to not only start a conversation, but as we say, to, to help people to see things differently. And, you know, I believe personally, and I, and I believe that Pam also uh, believes that is everyone wasn't brought up the, the same way that we were. And the things that may have uh, been an influence in our relationships and our dating and all of that, you can't assume anymore that people have had those same amount of experiences or that same amount of people um, who have now spoken to them positively or dealt with them positively. Right, and I, I'm going to get into that a little bit more on the, on, the, on the after this commercial break. But I really want you to start thinking about, you know, again, you got a question, you got a comment, you have something you want to say. Press the number one. That's that's what this forum is for. That's what we're here for. All right. So Adam and Eve is one of the nation's largest marketers of adult products with millions of satisfied customers in the United States and all over the world. They were founded in 1971, and Adam and Eve is one of the, the uh, oldest names in the rapidly evolving adult industry. Let me say that one more time. Founded in 1971, Adam and Eve is one of the oldest names in the rapidly evolving adult industry. To learn more about Adam and Eve and their products, why don't you visit our sponsor page on mwhyradio.com. I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and then I'm going to come back for part three of this great conversation, um, design versus desire, getting the relationship that you want. We'll be back after this. Debonair Entertainment is your full-service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. Whether you're planning your wedding company event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. Call us today at 804-690-7682 or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. What's the only club for adults with impeccable taste? The Vine Wine Club, of course. For as low as $25 per month, you get two bottles of limited produced wines from all over the world, earn one complimentary wine class for every two months of membership, discounts on all online purchases, and access to member-only events. Put down the glass right now and sign up at www.thevinewineclub.com. Answer the survey that will be emailed to you and watch for the delivery truck. It's that simple. The Vine Wine Club, the best pours delivered to your door. Brought to you by on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network. The network that helps you. Mm-hmm. 
folks, welcome back to a different identity up close and personal with uh, Lawrence and the Absent Pam. Um, again, hope you are enjoying the show tonight. And if you feel like it, um, you can certainly uh, send us some feedback and just let me know how I'm doing. Um, and, and we'll kind of take that as uh, as creative. And I'm, you know, giving a special shout out to uh, Miss Trina if she is listening tonight. Who, you know, basically contacted Pam and told her to hurry up and come back because I talk too much. Uh, so I just wanted to call you out on that, Miss Trina, if you are listening. Um, let's let's jump back in. And so, you know, as as we're talking about uh, again, uh, design versus desire and, and some of the influence and we kind of been talking about a little bit about um, some of what I saw on a show called Real Love and, and just how uh, the progression of dating has been going and, and just some of the things um, that I uh, noticed in watching that show. I took the opportunity today just to, to go to um, a, a, I guess you could say a popular news source um, on uh, on online called Media Takeout, and just to kind of see um, what type of headlines they were perpetuating. And I remember at one time I was very, very, um, I'll say, very, very faithful in looking at this particular site to really uh, see what was going on in popular culture, right? And so I said, let me let me take a look at this site and let me see uh, what people are talking about on the site as it relates to relationships, right? So one of the first articles I see was, man bites his girlfriend's lip because um, he accused her of cheating or, or something like that. Um, you know, somebody broke up with their fiancé and ended up in a mental hospital, and somebody has a new man, but nobody likes him. And somebody's side chick all of a sudden uh, wants to speak out. And those are just, you know, four of the ones um, that I looked at. And and I and I and I say that to say this, with all of the things that are perpetuated in in, in media and social media, there was a very very strong and I heard a very very interesting statistic today that talked about um, divorces or the divorce rate being down, right? Because people don't want to make that commitment especially the millennial generation. So there are less divorces because there are less people getting married. And why? Because there are, and this is my own personal opinion, there are so many unhealthy things being promoted on media, and we and we talked about it a little bit in the in the other segment that if you have the opportunity to talk to one or two people who have or three people who share a negative experience, all of a sudden that becomes what the relationship landscape looks like. And I say no, right? Um, um, some of the things in you know. Um, as it relates to the show, and, and I'm, I'm watching some of these people trying to interact and, and, and asking questions, what's important to you? Asking questions of, you know, what do I need to do to get to know you better? Are those viable questions? I, I, I was reading an article, and it started talking about some things which, which, which I believe are very important questions on the dating scene, on the dating landscape, or even um, on the courting standpoint, um, are you emotionally ready? And emotionally ready, what does that look like? Right? And, And just like I mentioned before, do you only want people who want you? You know, and and, and and looking at some of the articles I was looking at, they were asking very simplistic questions, which I'm like, I'm looking at some of this stuff and I'm like, huh? I mean, they're they're asking questions like, you know, if you're ready for a relationship or to get what you want in a relationship, you have to like yourself. And I'm thinking, well, you should like yourself. But, you know, maybe that might not be the case for someone. I, 
I looked at something else that, that again, talking about getting what you want in relationships, and, and there was another uh, thing that says, are you a prize? Could you be a prize? And, again, I'm looking at this stuff saying, well, I thought that that's what it's supposed to be. And, you know, there's there's no knock on writers or journalists or people who uh, publish these particular articles or publish these particular things because that is what's needed. And, and uh, one of the things that I'm looking at, even in trying to look at some of these things of liking yourself, yes, that is a very, very important part of establishing a relationship, whether it is a romantic relationship or just a relationship in general. Do you like yourself? Right? Are you a prize? And then if you are a prize, what does what does a, a prize look like? Right? How is a prize supposed to be treated? How is a prize how is a prize supposed to be handled? And not being confused. That was another thing that I saw. It said stop being confused or stop letting them confuse you. And again I'm like, okay, well what does that mean, you know? And I'm, I'm pausing here really quickly because there is uh, someone that's in the chat room um, that said it's very hard early in a relationship how crazy someone can be. It's not till those moments come up um, and you get to see and where you kind of have a fight or, or kind of flight person. Let me say that that last part again. It's not until those moments come up that you can see if a person is a fight or flight kind of person. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. I think that, and, and Pam and I kind of disagree here um, for, for quite some time because Pam seems to think that people leave signs. They they give you clues, and I don't always agree with that. I think that you truly find out the essence of a person sometimes in a bad situation. You really get to see, um, and we as we talked about it, you know, whether or not you are emotionally ready. And even as I talked about um earlier in the in the in the show when we start talking about influence, energy, right? The energy of a person, and a lot of times, you know, there there are certain people um, because um, as a man, I, I think you want to keep the peace. You want to um, you, you want to be in a place or a posture with a person where there is a good flow, where there is you know only the things that you're focusing on are coming out. And a lot of times you you don't really get to see uh, that the, the a negative energy from a person until there's a negative issue. And again, I think that you, you don't want to create a uh, negative energy situation, but sometimes you need to have it because again, you want to know how this person is going to respond in a bad situation. Right, and there was there was a there was a book, and and there's someone um, that I've been kind of doing some research on, and he made a very very interesting uh, statement, and he said people who have found happiness within themselves are usually the most desirable. So when I when I looked at that, and then looked at where the person says you have to like yourself. I says it so strongly right here. People who have found happiness within themselves are usually the most desirable. Right? I started looking at uh, some 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 other things, and it was talking about stop thinking negative thoughts. Best self looks like, and what your best self acts like. List your attributes, list your standards, list your deal breakers. Folks, I'm out of time. Um, never out of things to talk about. I got to wrap up because it is 9:01. I know you guys want to get uh, to to uh, 
still watching a football game or watching some uh, some television tonight. I thank each and every one of you who joins us every single week on a different identity. Um, I, you know, I, <laughs> hopefully this information has helped you in some way, shape, or form, design or desire, um, getting the relationship that you want. Again, I appreciate everybody. We'll see you next week, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock on a different identity. Thank you so much, as we believe that when you know better, you will do better. Have a good night, everybody.